welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. A topic that I had planned for today that I did want to share with you guys, and it is a little bit more regarding, I did do a post a while ago about blood work specifically, because I often get questions about hormones. And so that's what today's conversation is going to be all about. I really wanted to kind of dive into blood work and testing for hormones and how we can figure out, are we dealing with hormonal imbalances and where is my body at? And like, what's the best way to test for certain things to hopefully help you feel a lot better? Because as we know, our hormones have a huge impact on how we feel. They have a huge impact on our energy, on our mood, how our body progresses throughout our fitness journey, and just our overall quality of life. And so they are something to really, really pay attention to. And if things are feeling off, right, if things are feeling off and you feel like something's not quite right, right? I really always encourage people to dig deeper. And this is where specifically when it comes to blood work, a lot of times women will be like, Hey, like I feel like something's off. My body feels off. I feel like there's like, things are not optimal and I'm really struggling to get through the day, but then they go to their doctors and they get their blood work done and it comes back and they're like, well, everything's in range. You're fine. And you're just like, (laughs) I am not fine. My body is not fine. Something's off. And so I really wanted to elaborate on that and explain certain things when it comes to blood work and specific hormones as well, because this is again, where things could be off, but your blood work can come back fine the kind of three hormones and stuff that I do want to talk about today is, well, kind of three areas of hormones is going to be your sex hormones, right? Especially for women, estrogen, progesterone have an impact on not just how we feel and our menstrual cycle, um, but also our body composition. So in regards to weight loss, if our estrogen is super high or our progesterone is super low, right, then we can kind of run into scenarios where we don't feel that great. And also our body isn't responding that optimally, or we're, we're gaining weight and we're having trouble losing weight, right? So our sex hormones is going to be one area that we're going to talk about. Another area is going to be cortisol. So this plays into what's happening with life right now, right? Like it's stressful. There's a lot of things that are going on and a lot of us are dealing with higher cortisol and this specifically cortisol specifically adrenal hormone. It's a stress hormone, right? And it can really impact how we feel, can impact our energy. And it can also impact our body composition and how our metabolism in a sense is working, right? And how we're actually kind of able to like lose body fat and build muscle. So again, a really key hormone and a key imbalance that we can really, we really want to address um, because it can create a lot of resistance and a lot of struggle with our journey. And then of course your thyroid. Right. We've talked about th- your thyroid many, many times. This is directly going to impact your metabolism. 
This is directly going to influence your ability to drop body fat and to lose weight. And so again, right, specifically with the thyroid, I'm actually going to probably start with the thyroid because it's probably what I get the most questions about. Um, And it's the most like frustrating (laughs) sometimes because so many times people will be struggling with their metabolism and then they do their blood work and then they're like, well, my doctor said things are within range of my thyroid's fine. And this is where thyroid testing specifically is extremely frustrating <laughs> because we have to remember doctors and like medical doctors are looking for a diagnosis right? They're looking for, do you have hypothyroidism or do you have like Hashimoto's or do you have hyperthyroid? They're looking for those big, big extremes. And the other thing about it, so there's well, a few things, a few things we're going to talk about. <laughs> so first, right, they're looking for extremes. They're looking for a diagnosis and you can have suboptimal thyroid levels or thyroid function and your blood work can come be within range, but the range, right, for your thyroid hormones is also so great because it's such a general kind of huge range and it's also like to an extreme. So you could have suboptimal and like subclinical hypothyroidism. And so it will be within range, right? But it is not optimal for you. And you will notice and you will be like, hey, this is like, I don't feel that great. My body's not responding that great. So it's like, even though it's within range, right? So it's not to the extreme of a diagnosis, you can still not feel that great. And there's lots of room for improvement. So that's one thing. Another thing, (laughs) again, the thyroid is the most frustrating, Um, like thyroid function and thyroid testing is probably the most frustrating because it also is what I deal with on a regular basis with women, right? Because it, it directly impacts your metabolism and I specifically help women with their metabolism. So another thing about the thyroid, we often, when we go get blood work done, right? And pay attention to this. If you got blood work done recently and you're like, oh, they tested my thyroid hormone, look what they actually tested. Because usually, especially in Canada, they will test just for TSH. TSH is your thyroid stimulating hormone. It is not your thyroid hormone. It is actually a pituitary hormone and it is the signaling hormone. And that's what they typically test for. Because obviously in Canada, right, we have, yes, we have free healthcare, right? But they will typically just test for TSH because they say that with with your TSH is out of range, right? To an extreme, to an extreme, right? It has to be, if it's out of range, it's usually quite out of range. So if TSH is out of range, then they do further testing and then they test your thyroid hormones and do a full thyroid panel. However, as I mentioned, right, it's not even a thyroid hormone. So it doesn't actually give a complete picture or a full picture of your thyroid function because it's literally just thyroid stimulating hormones. So they kind of, it's like a, like that kind of general assumption, right? Or they're like, okay, well, if it's within range, that means other things are within range. So sometimes this isn't the case, but they only test for TSH. So how do they know? Right. And so this is again, where in Canada, yes, testing is free, 
right? But they don't do the full thyroid panel. You have to pay for that specifically. You have to specifically ask for it. And some doctors, right? Some doctors are very good about it and they, they like let you do it. Other doctors, they just won't bother because it, I don't know if it is in terms of difficulty or if it is in terms of how much it costs to do it or whatever, because obviously it is a lot more difficult and like specific versus just like the TSH. So they'll test for TSH, but they don't do a full thyroid panel. So again, this is where like a lot of times people will be like, oh, my thyroid, my thyroid levels are fine. And it's like, well, do you know that? Did you actually test your thyroid function? Did you test your thyroid hormones? And then you look at their blood work and they're like, oh, I just, they actually just did TSH. And TSH isn't even a thyroid hormone. It's a, it's a signaling hormone. It's what tells your thyroid, hey, produce these things. And so diving into things, right? Because knowledge is power and I love sharing this stuff. And my biggest thing whenever I'm working with my clients is really explaining these things. And I do think that it gives you a lot of good insight, actually understanding like how the body functions and how things work and like where we can kind of run into hormonal imbalances. So with the thyroid specifically, as I mentioned, right, you have TSH, you have that signaling hormone in our pituitary that is telling our thyroid, right, produce more thyroid hormones, right, to kind of increase metabolism in a sense. It's signaling our thyroid. So in the assumption is, right, if there's enough thyroid hormones, right, and your metabolism is fine then your TSH will be in range. And so when your TSH is actually high, right? When it's oh, like too high, that means that your thyroid function is low because your, your, your pituitary is like, hey, produce more, produce more. We need more, we need more. And it's not computing, <laughs> if that makes sense. So that is where, right? Like we'll notice our TSH is really high and that actually means our thyroid is low. Our thyroid function is low and our metabolism is low because the body is actually trying to signal that to produce more. So that's how the TSH, right? It signals the pituitary, signals the thyroid to produce more hormones, more of the thyroid hormones. Now with the thyroid, we have T4, right? Which is an inactive form of our thyroid hormone. And that, those thyroid hormones, that T4, has to get converted into an active form, which is called your T3, right? There's a full word, but I'm not going to say it because I'm probably going to butcher it. <laughs> so with the uh, thyroid hormones, right, we have T4, which is inactive, and then it needs to be t- converted into T3, which is your active form. And so with this, right, there's another kind of step right there. There's another scenario where is that conversion actually happening properly? And there's certain things that can influence, right, the production of hormone like thyroid, and there's certain things that could influence the conversion. And so again, the active form of our thyroid hormones is going to be our T3. And we can also get it converted into like reverse. T3. There's a f- several different thyroid hormones as is, right? And again, a lot of people aren't testing for that full, full thyroid panel and all of those levels because they just test for TSH. So can you see now how there's so much of the picture that is often missing when it comes to thyroid function? And which is really frustrating because again, like people notice these symptoms in relation to an underactive thyroid and 
they're, they do this one test, right, for TSH, and then they don't actually get the full picture. And then they're like, well, my thyroid's fine. And then just, they just take it. And it's like, no, listen to your body and let's really dig deep into it. And also considering the fact that they're looking for levels for a diagnosis where it can still be suboptimal for you. So again, really listening to your body and also knowing. And so another big thing that I always recommend Get your thyroid panel done when you're healthy and you feel good. Find out what your optimal levels are. And this is, again, where like the range is so massive. So even you could be within range for your thyroid hormones, right? But it could be very low for you. So you feel a little bit off because the range is so wide. (laughs) So again, a lot of things that are really frustrating about testing for your thyroid function and stuff. And this is where blood work, can get a bit frustrating because unless you actually know what to ask for and look for and you have that data, it can come back, it can come back fine and within range, but it doesn't actually mean that it's optimal for you. So this is where it's really important to have somebody that can actually review things or explain things or help you with things. And sadly, a lot of doctors are kind of in and out very quickly. They don't really sit down and review too much. I'm not saying there's not amazing doctors out there. There are, but I'm saying for the most part, right? A lot of people just think that it's like they just take it as is and that's it. And they don't question things or dig deeper, or ask questions or anything like that. And then there's a lot of these, this frustration because it's like, well, like what's wrong? I don't know what's wrong. Everything came back fine. And it's like, well, there's a lot more to it and a lot more to the body versus just taking blood work. Serum testing doesn't always give the full picture in general too, which brings me to, right, brings me to our cortisol. And again, this is extremely frustrating because a lot of times people will be like, well, I tested my cortisol. I got blood work done and it came back fine. And it was like within range. And you're taking such a tiny, tiny, like little thing regarding your adrenal health and your cortisol. It doesn't actually tell you anything for the most part, right? Like again, you, if for that cortisol range to be out of range, like you have to have a disorder, like, like something severely, severely wrong. And so we can still be dealing with adrenal dysfunction and high cortisol and issues with their cortisol and our our regular like our adrenal health and regulation and stuff, but our blood work will come back fine. And so this is again where it's also where or this is knowing again who where what tests to do and who to go to for specific things. And this is for adrenals specifically, right? This is where going to like a naturopath or getting like a saliva test or testing done can help or doing a Dutch test. This is exactly why Nixon Nutrition offers the Dutch test, which is a dried urine analysis, because this help gives you a full picture of your cortisol rhythm and how things are actually functioning. Whereas with blood work, right, you're getting your cortisol, your, your blood levels, your serum levels in a snapshot moment. And that's not a very insightful data for your adrenal health because your cortisol is always fluctuating. And your adrenals, right? As we talked about with previous conversations, like you're supposed to have certain levels of cortisol at certain times of day. And then also like 
again, I'm not going to go too into the, <laughs> this. I'm going to kind of keep it general and baseline so it makes sense and it's not too confusing for you guys. But when it comes to our cortisol, right? There are certain times of day it's going to be at different levels. And so how, like knowing, right? Like, is it high at this time? And then how is it actually fluctuating throughout the day or in certain scenarios or like, and how am I feeling? Right. And how is like that, that cortisol rhythm? Like, how is that cortisol and those other adrenal hormones and stuff actually, actually working throughout the day and fluctuating and blood work is not going to tell you that. Blood work is not going to give you that. It's literally just a snapshot in that moment, the second that you got the blood work done and what your levels are at. So for adrenal hormones and for adrenal health, doing blood work and just testing for your cortisol is not giving you really any insight. And this is where other forms of testing is going to be better for that. So typically for adrenals and cortisol, it's either going to be saliva or you can also do urine. Now, as I mentioned with Nixon Nutrition, we we do the Dutch test. We recommend the Dutch test, which is a dried urine analysis. So this way too, it's a it's a sample that's going to be taken at multiple times throughout the day. And it's testing for the metabolites. So it's not just figuring out what your cortisol levels are at, right? It's also going to be testing for your metabolized cortisol. And so this is, again, where it can really help you and understand like what those levels are at throughout the day and also how that cortisol is actually getting metabolized and how it is like and getting a bigger, better picture of your adrenal health. So again, serum testing for like typically for women, right? We will often go to the doctor and we'll be like, okay, what is AR estrogen and what is their progesterone levels and so forth, right? They're going to test for the sex hormones. And this is, again, such a like wide, wide range for, especially for women and stuff. And it doesn't give you, it's not really that helpful unless things are pretty out of range, right? It's not going to tell you how your A with your cycle, right? How those hormones are fluctuating, throughout your cycle. So this is again, where it's literally just a snapshot in that moment. And you can still have a lot of issues with like a lot of like PMS or like different symptoms and stuff are really, really struggling throughout your cycle because of the hormonal fluctuations. And again, I'm going to rant off a little bit because again, so many times, right. Anything's like off or whatever. And then automatically it's just like, okay, take this medication or go on birth control or do this. Right. And it just like, and especially with PMS, especially with hormonal issues and signs and symptoms, they will usually just be like, go on birth control because it just shuts everything down. It shuts down your natural rhythm. It kind of hijacks your hormones in a sense. It doesn't actually address the root cause, which is again, really frustrating because it's like the issue is still there. You're just kind of like blunting it and like, and being like, well, we don't have signs and symptoms. So it's like, we'll just brush it under the rug and like pretend it doesn't exist. It's like, no, the root cause is still there. There's a reason you're having that PMS. There's a reason you're having those signs and symptoms. And so again, it's like, it, there's so much more, especially for women's hormones. And again, why I love the Dutch test, because specifically for the Dutch test, as I mentioned, it tests for metabolites right? It's not just, okay, what are your levels are at? It's giving you the insight of how those hormones are being 
metabolized and eliminated, like detoxified as well. So you get your estrogen and you have multiple estrogens, right? You have three types of estrogen. It also tells you, right, your progesterone and which like metabolic pathways your body prefers it, right? So it can look at the the metabolites of those hormones as well. And so it's not just like, what are your levels are at? It's like, what, what metabolic pathways does your body actually favor and how is it moving through your body? There's like certain pathways and stuff in different levels. And depending on how those hormones are actually metabolized, right, they can, um, they can have different effects on the body and the levels can be out. So it gets, it's very, very insightful and why I'm again obsessed with it <laughs> again. And so that's again with your estrogen and your progesterone. It also gives you an insight on like even all your, like your androgens as well. And seeing how, like if you're going down a kind of more like androgenic metabolic pathway, right? So this is where again, certain signs and symptoms could be related to these things versus something else, right? And you can really kind of pinpoint things and be like, okay, where does the body actually need support? Now, the other thing too, is it gives you the insight of how your estrogens are actually getting detoxified, right? Even in phase one and phase two detoxification and like even giving insight on that methylation process. So this is again, stuff you don't get the picture of when it comes to serum testing. And so a lot of times, right, the issue doesn't lie in what is your estrogen level and your progesterone level. It is how are your hormones actually fluctuating throughout the day or throughout the month, right? For sex hormones specifically, it's monthly for women. And then also, how is your body actually metabolizing those and processing those and actually detoxifying those? Because that's where we will get run into certain issues. And you can see, right, there are genetic factors and there's also lifestyle factors when it comes to why those levels will be where they're at. But we can, of course, take that and look at it and be like, perfect. Okay, so if you have a genetic predisposition to this and your body favors these metabolic pathways, how do we support your body with these so it doesn't become an issue? You see how it more, much more insight it is? And how much more in depth it is. And this is exactly where a lot of times women will have their blood work and they are, they're like, things are wrong. Things are off. I do not feel good. My body is struggling. I constantly feel this resistance. And then they go to their doctor and they get blood work done and they test for cortisol, TSH, <laughs> estrogen and progesterone. And they're like, ah, you're, everything's in range. You look fine. And then it's like, I am not fine. And I don't care what anybody else says. You will always know your body best. I can sit here and I can give you insight and I can tell you all of these things. But at the end of the day, I do not live in your body. I can help you and support you and give you information and give you knowledge and help you understand things and help you like, like guide you through certain things. Of course, that's my job. That's what I do. Right. But at the end of the day, I do not live in your body. So if you feel off, right. And this is again, where I work very closely with all of my clients and we have these conversations and I listen to them. And unfortunately, a lot of medical doctors, they do not listen. And you tell them, things are off and you tell them you're struggling and they blame it on the fact you're a woman or they tell you that it's just your cycle and you need to be on birth control or they tell you it's all in your head. I've had people say that too. 
It's like, if your quality of life is suffering, regardless, regardless if it is physical or if it is psychological, regardless, if you feel things are off, there's a reason. Listen, figure it out, dive deeper. And like, we are, especially women, again, so frustrated. (laughs) Today's a little bit of a ranty conversation. (laughs) Maybe I'm feeling a bit ranty. Tough love Thursday, right? So anyways, again, women were brushed off aside so many times. And that, again, is not saying there's not incredible doctors out there. There are. There are great doctors. I'm also just saying that you know your body better than anybody on this planet, right? Because you live in your body. You feel your body every single day. And you know your body best. And you also know when things are off. And so if things feel off, then dive deeper. And not everybody, if you have a doctor and they're brushing you aside and they're not listening and you're trying to talk to them and stuff, find another doctor. There are doctors out there that are great doctors. There are great practitioners out there, right? Maybe, and it's not even, as I said, maybe it's not even a doctor that you need. Maybe it's another form, like another type of practitioner. So figure out, like, there's so many different, like, options and so much help and stuff out there. And, like, the body is so much more complex than just being like, hey, what are your blood levels at? Or what are the four hormones that we're going to test for? And what are they at? So, There are different solutions. There are other things. And so if you're struggling with especially fatigue and you feel things are off or you're struggling with weight gain, blood work might not be the best way to test for those hormonal imbalances. There may be other things. And with all of these two, there may be other solutions. There may be other solutions besides just a medication. There are so many different avenues that you can take to balance the body. And as a holistic practitioner, right, it's not always just, hey, what is this medication? It's not even, hey, what, are, what, what do we need to do with your nutrition? Sometimes as well, there is a huge psychological component. For many things, there's a huge psychological component. So that should always be part of your toolbox. That should be something else you're looking into. Because it again, it affects everything. Even just as we talk about cortisol, stress, right? You can feel mental stress. You can, you probably are feeling it right now with the war in Ukraine, right? There's going to be things that stress you out. And that psychological has a physical impact on the body that can raise our cortisol. It can put us in a more sympathetic state. If we don't address that and it's heightened for a prolonged period of time, it can affect how our adrenals function. It can also affect our progesterone levels, right? If our body's constantly stressed out and we're stressed out and our cortisol is constantly elevated, it can also affect our progesterone levels because we're not going to really ovulate the same way because our body's not going to be like, oh yeah, it sounds like a great time to have a baby, let's ovulate. Let's make babies. It's not going to think that. It's going to be like, I'm stressed out. I'm going to give all my nutrients to my adrenals and distress and just keeping my body in this like, like ready state, right? To flee or fight. So again, stress can impact adrenals, can impact your progesterone levels. Progesterone lowers 
you know, feel, we feel off. Now we're estrogen dominant, right? Our estrogens elevate like higher than our progesterone where it needs to be. That ratio is off. So now we have like symptoms of estrogen dominance, right? This is a very common scenario (laughs) and I want to show you, right? And then even with that being said, stress, tying it back to the thyroid. If we're constantly stressed out and our body's stressed out and our body's prioritizing even like the, the nutrients and stuff for other things, right? This is again where high chronic stress can actually impact our thyroid. It can impact the production. It could all it specifically can impact the conversion, that conversion of inactive T like T4 to the active T3 thyroid hormone. And so again, people will notice high stress, prolonged, chronic, high stress for a long period of time can in time also impact their thyroid function. And so it's all connected. And it's complex and the body's always communicating. And it's not just, hey, what is this level at? And like, let's just address it. There's typically more to it. And that's, again, why I preach <laughs> taking a holistic approach <laughs> because it, our body is, is complex. It is very interconnected. So that is all I want to talk about today. I want to just share with you a little bit of insight in terms of how things could still be off, even though your blood work comes back fine. Depending what you are trying to test for and how you're testing for it and how you're feeling and what you need to get insight on, blood work is not always going to be the best solution. Sure, it can be helpful. Sure, it's free, right? Oftentimes you can go to the doctor and say certain things on a little test for certain things, but it often does not give a very full picture. And there's a lot of other factors that come into play. So listen to your body. If your blood work comes back fine and you still feel like things are off and you're like, Hey, I am really struggling. And my body is really struggling. Dive deeper because something could still be off. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Clark. Until next time.